0: This is the Boise Bubble Podcast, where we talk all things Treasure Valley. We're your hosts, Shane and Natalie Plummer. Welcome back to the conversation. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another bonus bubble with Natalie and Shane. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today?
1: Um, Great. It's beautiful, very hot day in Boise. Uh, I kind of like these bonus bubbles. They're fun.
0: I like it, too. I feel like it gives us a little bit more leeway to just riff and... Freestyle. Yeah.
1: It's kind of more our style anyway.
0: So let's freestyle on a topic today. Okay. As we were driving in, we were reading some messages that we get from the public and one popped up on your feed that is fairly common. Why don't you read it and okay. then we'll talk about our theme.
1: So I'm not going to tell you who sent this, but this is pretty, uh, this is very similar to a lot of the, the messages that I get and that I've been getting for the last five years on my community page. Uh, This person said, okay, so I watch all your stuff and read your posts, but I need to know how in the world do I make friends here in Idaho? My now husband and I just moved here, and given COVID, it was a rough start with masks and all to try to meet friends. But now we're ready to explore and find ourselves always missing out on interactions with people. Please help. Hoping for a dear Abby moment. Mm. Uh, I hear that so often. Uh, Making friends as adults is hard work why is it so hard it but it is
0: we went through a lot of years where i guess that we didn't really feel like we had found our people yet Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's hard you find yourself thinking all sorts of thoughts negative thoughts about yourself or maybe other people or um but yeah making friends is tough business so how do you make friends
1: you're asking me? <laughs> I guess
0: I'm just putting it out there on the table.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting because we, we were here for probably five years before I'd say we really found people who we really clicked with. And we had actually made goals together of, all right, well, why don't we invite someone over once a month and kind of see how that works? But when you're dealing with Making friends just as an individual is one thing, but making friends as couples is very complicated because everyone has to mesh and that is very difficult. That's a lot of dynamics that have to have to move And But it's interesting. I, I remember moving here and I had a pretty good set of friends in Tennessee. And I think it was easier making friends in Tennessee because one, there were just a lot less people. And it, it doesn't it seems like it would it would be the opposite that if there is less people, it would be harder to make friends. But there is this concept of um, the paradox of choice uh, that when we are given so many choices and we have so many options, that sometimes we it, it's difficult for us to find uh, make a choice and be satisfied in choices. But in Tennessee, there were just a few of us moms, and we just see each other at the park over and over again, and slowly we would just come together. And we were very bonded in having the same age children. And at that time, that was enough for me. But moving to Idaho, we both realized that we needed more from our friendships that we had some very we had boxes that needed to be checked for us to actually want to spend time with people because we we love hanging out together. And so if we're going to invite anyone to the party, that there were certain boxes that needed to be be, to be checked. Would you agree with that?
0: I think, think that that's true. Um, it probably is helpful to share a little bit of context. I mean, we're unique individuals and everybody's different, right? I mean, there's some people that are extremely sociable and just have a, a vast network of, um, great friends and we're not like that. I'm definitely not like that. I have, I didn't realize it until later in life that I've got certain criteria, I guess, for close friendships. And it wasn't until I could articulate what those currencies are, uh, or those boxes that need to be checked that um, that I really, I think, started to have better f- friendships and better relationships. But um, yeah, we don't like burn through a bunch of friends or collect a lot of them in general.
1: Well, we didn't. It's a little different now. I think just in, in what I do, we meet a lot more people. But could you go in a little bit about what your currency is? What are the boxes that for you, mm. you're needing from close friendships?
0: So it got to a point where I kind of sat back and I had, it helps to have good examples to look at so that you can see patterns. My mind naturally sees patterns. And so, um, uh, when I stacked up my, let's say like my top four best friends and I said, all right, what are, what is it that I like about rusty? What is it that I like about drew? What is it I like about Dan? What is it I like about Tyler or so-and-so? Um, or my brother Neil, um, uh, what are their individual characteristics? And I'd like—I I literally went through this process and I made this list of each of them. What I liked, and then I saw what the commonalities were. And for me, this is what it resulted in. I mean, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm just spitballing. I don't have my notes, but uh, one of them is uh, a willingness to talk about real things and sometimes uncomfortable things. Uh, not everybody's comfortable doing that. Like I'm terrible at small talk. I've had to really develop the skill of just chit chat. Not everybody can do it and it's not natural to me, but you put me in a situation where you're talking about something of value or something deep. Yeah, I can, I can jump in right away. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is vulnerability, like a a willingness to say, Hey, this is something that I'm not doing very good at. I'm really struggling here or I feel insecure about this. Do you guys feel that too? Uh, Do you guys struggle with those things? That's something that's important to me. Um, Someone who's interested, someone who's genuinely curious is important. Curious um, about you like, or all things or I, I'd i say all things, but that includes me. Like I, one of the things that I've recognized that I don't like in people is, is like when I meet somebody and I'm naturally curious, this is just may, maybe I'm looking for something that's similar to me, but I love hearing about people's stories and their lives and what makes them who they are. And when I get with somebody and they don't have any questions about me, they don't ask anything. It's like, don't know that I have any evidence that you're really interested in me. So maybe I shouldn't keep this thing going. Mm-hmm. So I look for somebody who asks questions okay. either about me or about things in general.
1: All right. So I'm hearing, uh, an ability to be vulnerable, to talk about difficult things and to be curious.
0: Yeah. And I like people that are genuinely kind and mm-hmm. authentic. Like I authenticity and consistency is an important thing for me. So hearing somebody talk in our friendship the things that they say, the values that they share, I think I need to see consistency.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Since I'm a little bit of a chameleon.
0: Yeah. Personality-wise, but not in values.
1: That's true. Uh, I That's interesting to talk about. I think that also goes into dating, that it's hard to find friends if you don't know what it is you're looking for. We get this idea of friends are just people in your circle, and you just start bringing them together, but it... When you are starting to curate the people who are around you, that takes on a totally different, um, a different route, because the people who are around you make up who you are. The people you talk to every day, the people you see, you start to, you start to pull in some of their ideas and some of their ways of thought, and, and so it's important to make that a very intentional thing. Uh, for me, I realized that. It was such a, a mistake for me to look for friendships based on a similarity because we were mothers. That was not that was not gonna work for me.
0: Well, I guess is it fair to say that that wasn't something that was lasting? Because I do believe that people bond over commonalities. I'm
1: not saying you wouldn't bond, but if I'm looking for close, close connection where I felt understood and I felt like I understood them, uh, that wasn't enough for me. Now, So it's you n-
0: need more commonalities than just one.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just, I think some people, motherhood's amazing, but it wasn't my defining characteristic. And mm-hmm. I honestly, I was a mom all the time. I didn't want to talk about it. I was tired of talking about kids. I didn't want to talk about school. I didn't want to talk about uh, those things. I could talk to you about those things. Uh, I needed something different and more. And I made many friendships through motherhood, but they, I noticed that they, there were some boxes that weren't, weren't checked. And, uh, and so for me, I had to kind of switch the way I thought about finding friends, which made it more difficult It's much easier to just find somebody who's in the carpooling and who you see on the regular at school or at the park.
0: I think that's a good place to start. I mean, where do you find people that have common interest or common values. And I mean, obvious things pop up, uh, church, uh, um, mom's groups, uh, work maybe to some extent. Um, you might find somebody with commonalities there. Surprisingly, I found so many people, uh, with a lot of commonalities at work that are, you know, we bond over things that are not work. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my best friendships have been out of that place. So,
1: which is funny because I, I remember you've worked in construction, uh, until just now, you uh, you've recently quit your job, but I I would see you trying to make friends and realize you don't like to talk about construction. <laughs> I've always wondered, why did you go into construction? You're, you, you're much more of a creative. But when you were making friends with people at work who would want to talk about work, that didn't go very well. But it, you would meet quality people at work who had many more interests, and then that's when your friendships would start. But a lot of that is just about putting yourself out there as much as possible. When I moved to Tennessee or moved to, from Tennessee to Idaho, the first thing I did was I joined a mom's group because I didn't want to be limited in my friendships to my neighborhood or my church. Like
0: a mom's group on Facebook, on- So
1: actually I found it, It's I think it was called Mops. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I was lucky that I moved to Idaho and I was a blogger and I had several followers- who lived in really close, actually in my neighborhood. Uh, and they kind of took me under their wing a little bit and and gave me some advice. So I just start, I just became friends with these women. And I wouldn't say necessarily I found any best friends, but what it did was it got me out there to, find, to new places. And I think it's important to not see failure because you go to the park and didn't come home with a friend. It's gonna be this continual going out and putting yourself out there. Um, one thing I saw, I was mentioning to you the other day I was at Roaring Springs and I was just sitting in the pool area and a lot of people forget about that section of Roaring Springs because it's just, it's just a swimming pool, but that's where a lot of people just like hang out and their kids are swimming. And I was sitting on the, like the concrete barrier type thing. And I watched these two moms, they were just laughing and talking and they were both super tattooed, like, uh, very similar styles. So I actually thought they must already be friends. But they were standing close enough that I could hear their conversation and one of them's like, oh my gosh, you're so rad. I don't know if she said rad, but (laughs) you're so great. We have to get together. Like We gotta go get wine or something. How am I gonna get your your information? We're swimming in the pool. And they exchanged um, Instagram information. And I loved watching that so much because obviously sometimes you just click with someone. Sometimes it just happens. But the fearful part it doesn't ever change from when you're in elementary school in the playground. It is always scary to be the person who says, I like you, do you want to be my friend? And honestly, that's where so much much of it happens. Some of my closest friends, I never would have been their friends, except they actually said to me, I think you're really cool, and I would like to be your friend. Legit like that. And for some reason, somebody being that, open and vulnerable is so endearing and I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll give it a shot. I'll pursue that. And it's people who I, I wouldn't, if, if I was going to line up their personality and just say, Oh, they're this, 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 I probably never would have chosen to be their friends, but, but that you don't know always. I mean, you have boxes that will be checked, but sometimes the people who are your closest friends are nothing like you, but you have to be open to kind of that feeling, that vibe of, you might just be someone I want in my circle. And I'm going to tell you that.
0: I like the idea of volunteering and putting yourself out there. I think that it might be a bridge too far to say, I want to be your friend. Do you want Mm -hmm. to be my friend? But maybe it doesn't have to be that, um, you know, defined. Maybe it's, Hey, would you like to hang out sometime? Hey, you seem like a cool person. Do you want to go grab a drink?
1: Yeah, you don't have to say, do you want to be my friend? I think that you're- Do you want
0: to be BFFs for the rest of our lives (laughs) and get matching tattoos today? (laughs) I don't think that you have to do that, but um, just take it to the next step. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's what a lot of people, they think, oh man, how do you make great friends? Well, you take a series of small steps to kind of feel each other out along the way. So what's something that you can do just to take the next small step? Hey, do you want to hang out sometime? Hey, do you want to go grab a bite to eat? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm uh, going to cast a fishing pole. Do you want to come fishing? Yeah. Do you fish or and the something? The thing is
1: is everybody everybody wants friendships. Even if you're an extreme introvert, whatever you are, you know, whatever you identify as socially, everybody wants to be cared for and wants to care for people. And not everybody is open for these great huge friendships, but uh, human human interactions are huge, obviously. Especially now, we've we've been kind of uh, set back for so long with COVID. But I think about it with my trainer Trevor. You know, we started working together because we were tra- we trained together, and what we realized is we just had really fun conversations. And we're like, yeah, it's fun training, but. I think we're just we should be friends. And we became friends and he's one of my closest friends and we've gone out uh his wife's awesome and we've gone on double dates and it just what just us training, we just realized we just like talking with each other and we just moved from being trainers to just being friends in real life and and that was and I've I've seen that happen a lot in the last couple years for us.
0: I think that most people are really It comes natural to have like an organic conversation when you're with your trainer and you got to make small talk and all of a sudden you find yourself in a, um, in a comfortable conversation. I think that not everybody is good at number one, recognizing that, oh, we've made a connection. Oh, I can tell that we've made a connection. And then number two, oh, what do I do with that? Do I want to take a step? And I think it's that second part after recognizing it, then taking an action step. That's what people get hung up on sometimes they feel nervous or they feel embarrassed but i don't know making friends isn't easy so if you want to have some friends then you have to do some work And if you're not willing to go hang out with somebody or ask them to hang out and also you got to be willing to burn through some possible mismatches too so just get comfortable with knocking on doors. so to to speak <laughs> not everybody's going to answer or invite you in but uh you at least have to start knocking and try it out yeah you, you, you might be talk to 10 people before you talk to one that's somewhat interesting. Wow. And even that one, you might have to collect 10 of those before you find one that you're willing to go into a blood bond with. <laughs>
1: okay. This process doesn't have to be quite so intense. The thing is, everyone you're talking to, it it's not a waste. You're learning more about what you want. It's just like dating. Every time you're dating someone, every time you're talking with interactions, you're learning more about yourself and learning more about what you want. And also, it, learning about what you want helps you narrow things down so much. I realize for me... One thing is I really needed to get outside of just being friends with women. That was huge for me. I think when we became friends with our closest friends, I became so close with um, with our friend Drew. And I realized, oh my gosh, I just, I've missed being friends with guys. And I I realized there was a whole part of me that was just better with guys. And I know there's a huge part of you that's just better with women. And both of us are very um comfortable having friendships of the opposite sex and that's been really really good for for us personally and for also figuring out couples uh if i can find a guy who i'm really good friends with oftentimes his wife's pretty cool and shane gets it likes her and then we all hang out and it's a good time um Mm. yeah any thoughts on that
0: i like good times (laughs) good times are great (laughs) I was thinking about some of the, the things that uh, that kind of increase your odds of making connections. Um, commonalities is one, right? Like be being, being able to articulate what it is that you're into, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or the things that you like and the things that you value. Um, it's hard to talk to somebody that's like, oh, what do you think about this? Well, I don't know what I will think about it. I've never thought about it. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to have thoughts on everything, but... Um, what is it that you're all about? You got to be able to kind of want to say sell yourself. Cause I don't want to make it like a transaction, but you do need to be able to articulate what value you have and what value you bring to a friendship and you know why you're an interesting person. But I think that people want to be friends with people that are friendly. And when I think of the people that I've wanted to connect more with, it's people that check certain boxes. Like if you're genuinely curious about other people, people are going to share a lot of information. Man, they do. (laughs) Oh my gosh, just a simple thing. Like, how are you doing? But like, uh, tell me about your weekend. But just asking better questions to get to know them. People want to talk. Mm -hmm. And when you ask good questions of them, they open up and they naturally gravitate towards it to open up more. So just being willing to be interesting or to be interested in other people, I think is a huge currency that everybody wants.
1: And not to just be interested in what you're listening for. I remember one time we went out with a couple and I could tell he was going to be really interested if we talked about sports. But if we didn't talk about sports, he was not going to be interested. <laughs> just thought, oh, this is going to be a long night. Because talking about sports is great. But you need to be able to talk about a lot of other things. And if the person you're with isn't into the thing you're into, you can be interested in anything. You don't have to be versed. You don't have to have any... You don't have to have an opinion, but listening and asking questions, you're going to learn and you're going to draw that person out. And the ability to have a good conversation is so crucial to making friends and making them feel safe with you. It's not just about you finding someone who makes you feel safe. You feel understood. You need to make other people feel understood and accepted and interesting. I love, man, when somebody makes me feel interesting, I'm like, huh. It's fun. It's a good feeling.
0: Active listening is a skill that I think is uh, of high value. Being able to listen to somebody, ask them questions, and not necessarily feel like you have to respond. Kind of goes in that vein of what you were saying, I think. Mm -hmm. maybe.
1: Yeah, I think so. I I think about some of the, the more awkward interactions we've had, and it's when people, I think, are waiting to be drawn out. Sometimes I'm like, you can participate. I, I like it when people it, when people come back and and participate in the conversation. When I feel like somebody's waiting for me always to come and pull them in, sometimes I get a little tired. Yeah, I feel I need to feel like there is an equal participation.
0: Yeah, that's one. That's one of your boxes. Yeah, you need them to be interested too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have boxes too. I have. Uh, I need someone to be interesting in. Uh, I like people who nerd out on things. I don't really care what you nerd out on, but people who are passionate about things are exciting to me. And they don't have to be the same interests as me, often because I'll find out that I nerd out on things I didn't know I was interested in. I'm like, oh, teach me more. Let's hear about that. That's really cool. I love hanging out with entrepreneurs because I love this futuristic idea. I love to vibe with people. Um, when I, I met this girl at the park, I um, I was actually at the park with my daughter for like a couple hours, which I don't usually have time to do anymore. That used to just be my entire life, but I was there and I ran into an old friend and she had a friend there. And man, we started vibing like crazy on basically the idea of, um, I guess online coaching. I can't remember what, but it was so fun to match energies. And that's what I do. I match energies. So, When you come to me and you're excited about something, it gives me the opportunity to be excited with you. Mm. And that's a huge thing for me. Uh, And a box for me is that you have to show that you're interested in me and that you want me as a friend because I want to, if, if I want you as a friend, I want to feel like that's reciprocal. That's just really important to me. And if I feel like somebody's kind of waning, then I'll probably do the, the like
0: you do have a balance I, box. I
1: uh, yes a power balance a power balance <laughs> is a
0: thing for you
1: yeah I just I don't like I don't know I like there to be some equality and sometimes there's not sometimes friends go through things Sometimes times friends go through a hard time and that's okay but I need to feel like I'm still appreciated and wanted even if it's not with just an open admission or a time um I'll start to kind of uh, this is just my own, I guess. Issues is that I start to feel kind of nervous, like, oh, am I pushing myself too much on them? And 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 then I get uncomfortable, and and I have lost friendships that way that I probably didn't need to lose. But um, they were going through things; they didn't really want to talk about it. I was a little nervous, and then I kind of just let things mm. kind of drift away, and I feel bad about that. But as as we get older and we uh, get mature, that we we start to to learn more skills on how to connect with people. And I didn't have all the skills, um, you know, in my early thirties that I do now. And I'm hoping that I'll keep on developing these skills so that my friendships can last. Can, yeah, can last.
0: Yeah. So I read a book recently that I found incredibly helpful. It was by John Maxwell. It's called uh, everybody talks. Few connect. I think mm-hmm. it is um and it was amazing talking about just some general principles of connecting with others and how do you make connections um i would highly recommend people to read it but what it, are some of the points well um connecting on common ground is seems like uh, to be an obvious one um they talked about telling stories uh people connect with stories um being vulnerable and open and honest uh, there's just a list of these very awesome things. He splits the book up into the first half as principles and the, the second half as application. So uh, there's just some great principles that people come together around. Listening, active listening was a big, big part of it. Um, but he does a better job of explaining it than I do. Go Google it, people. I don't know. I'm not here to be your book reviewer. I'm just telling you it's good. <laughs> okay. But one of the things that I did get out of a conversation with a with a study group over that, that, that book is... It's an awesome idea that when you are going to find yourself in a situation where you're going to meet new people, have three go-to questions that you can ask somebody. And not just, what do you do? Where do you work? What do you like? They've got to be uh, probing questions that require a thoughtful response. If you can get three of those questions to ask somebody... It only, it usually only takes three questions to peel the onion back enough where you can find something of commonality with somebody to have at least a brief conversation. If you ask three good questions and somebody is still a closed book, man, you can feel good about moving on. Hey, hope you have a great night. Good talking to you and on to the next. You don't have to connect with everybody, but having three questions to ask a new person is extremely helpful. That's a good tactic.
1: What are do you have any of those questions in mind that you would ask?
0: I'm a little bit more fluid. Like I don't have to have three set questions, but um uh like for somebody random. I don't know. I I like being random sometimes times too, I would say. Hey, it's awesome to meet you. And maybe we've talked for a couple of seconds. What are you really into? I mean, like, what are you really into?
1: (laughs) That's almost creepy. Natalie,
0: what are you so into that it embarrasses you or it embarrasses your family when you start talking about it?
1: I don't know. what, What is that?
0: I don't know. But that's a that'd be an interesting question. That's I'm asking you that question. Stranger. Uh, and then that like, yeah. that's kind of a bold question that makes somebody think, oh, okay, well, what am I into? And yeah. they kind of answer a bit more boldly too. And then that gives me a little bit of fuel that I can maybe ask another question, a mm-hmm. follow up. So
1: yeah, I like that. So, all right. So we need, you need to pick three questions. Um, and also I would say one thing is just to see the entire world as your big playground. You could find friends anywhere. We just talked to our friend who said that he found a friend that he was so sad he didn't ask for his number, but it seemed weird. But he met he met him in Target and they were chatting over diapers, right? They just had babies, and he just felt like, oh man, this guy would be such a cool guy to hang out with. But he was embarrassed because he didn't know how to he didn't know how to approach totally. him.
0: Totally, no first time seeing a guy in a store and it's like, oh wait, do I make a step after a chance meeting in the aisle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish that he had.
1: Yeah. I, I would just, that's, it's so easy to say, just kind of get over yourself and just do it. Yeah. We're all kind of, we're afraid of rejection. Everyone's afraid of rejection. We probably always will be, but to really make friends, we just kind of have to step over that and realize that it is so flattering when you do that. Everybody likes to feel like, oh, they like me. <laughs> like, that's a good feeling. And when you realize that you're offering that as a gift to someone, I think it's it's easier to kind of get, get around that fear of rejection. Yeah.
0: What action item would you share or bit of advice, actionable advice? I would say
1: if you're if you're really trying to find friends, go to the places where you think the people who you would want to hang out with, hang out with, hang out. You know, whether it's you go to a really cool barbershop that's kind of like a gentleman's barbershop. I've noticed really cool people hang out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to networking groups, not because I'm really necessarily trying to network. I don't really... Not trying to get more business, but I like entrepreneurs. So that's where I'll go. And if you think, where would my people hang out? Go to those places and show who you are and be the person who reaches out. I would say my big thing is don't always wait for someone to reach out to you. Be the person who reaches out. Even though that's really hard for you, that, that's the step that is the the thing you lay on the altar of friendship is I'm going to be the person who reaches out to you first.
0: Mm, awesome. How about you? Um, I think that I gave mine. Have questions to ask people. Mm-hmm. Be curious. Um, I would just say strike up a conversation with one new person that you meet. Maybe it's somebody that you're waiting, uh, that you're stuck in a line with or you're chatting with somebody at the DMV. I don't know. Maybe not the DMV. Nothing against the DMV, but maybe Everyone's it's not a good conversation grumpy. vibe, but um <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere, just strike up a conversation and ask a random person three questions. All right. Today,
1: I love that. Okay. Um. All right. Well, get back to us. Let us know your thoughts on making friends, and uh, hope that uh, we see you back soon. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening. This is the Boise Bubble Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at the Boise Bubble. And for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time.